I can't remember. It was a VHS copy of Armageddon. And I can't remember if I got it from your parents' house or if I got it from uh, Ricky's house. But nonetheless, I cut out Bruce Willis's head. Oh, yeah. I know where this is going. Yeah, it was. I had it in my wallet in the middle. And uh, I just said, fuck it one day and try to use it as a fake ID. So I walked into the Exxon across from the mall at the top of Central Park. Right, right. And uh, just walked in there, got a six-pack, put it down. The guy's like, can I see your ID? I showed him the photo of Bruce Willis. And he just kind of smiled, and he let me buy it. So it became a thing where after school, Ricky and Ben and other people and I would go to the Exxon. I'd get a bunch of 40s or like a six-pack of something. Oh, and for the kids at home listening, like this was like a picture you had strategically placed on top of your license folded in your wallet so people know. It wasn't like you just handed the picture. Like this was like... So just a cutout picture of Bruce Willis in the astronaut uniform mm-hmm. on top of the license. The idea, yeah. 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 So the background's completely orange. He's in like, <laughs> he's in like a space helmet. Um, so I would buy beer from this guy all the time, and then we'd go get fucked up behind the uh, the movie theater. And one day I went in there, and he sort of hinted at like, "Hey man, like we should hang out sometime." And I was kind of like, "I mean, this dude's like forty years old. Oh man, balding just." weird guy i'm lonely and uh so lonely you know i always do you a favor and i sell you these beers maybe one time we can get together and have some beers in my place Mm. and it kept being brought up every time i went to see him and it just got weirder and weirder and finally he stopped selling me beer so i went in there one day just to get you know a fucking drink or whatever and there was a different guy working behind the register i started making small talk with him like hey what happened to that other guy and he was like oh he got arrested he's a sex offender Utah, give me two. And here we go. Thundercats, ho! Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. (laughs) You Greenpeace types are pacifists, aren't you? If it bleeds, we can kill it. And yet it's... Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Klopek. What is that, Slavic? No. About a nine on the tension scale, Rube. This is a little bell I ring when someone's being a total ass. You son of a bitch. You no good. Welcome to Comic-Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the rest of us. Well, we're the people that don't take this shit that seriously. My name is Nick Stevens, and I guess today I'm supposed to talk about a movie, a movie, a little movie from 1989. Actually, technically, we're coming up on the, the 30th anniversary of this gem of a flick. And, uh, you know, I just thought I'd have a little conversation about this flick. But I, unfortunately, did not get to finish watching this flick. And this movie would be, of course, Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. I don't know. Hey, hey, did you, did you get a chance to, uh, to finish that guy? It's an hour and a half. I'm at like... <laughs> I'm in an hour. I'm in an hour and like 17. Okay, so, so you're did, almost done. Why did you make me watch this? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I wanted to see this for a long time because long time listeners of the show will know that I fucking... I fucking... I fucking love some Shannon Tweed. You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, it goes back to those soft core porn days, but it also goes back to like my adolescence, you know, you're staying up, some Skinamax is on, you don't know where you're going, you don't know what's, what's, what's happening in the world, but you know Shannon Tweed is there, you know, she's going to take her top off, you're going to be amazed. She doesn't. She doesn't in this at all. In fact, there's censored boobs. Yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch of nudity, but it's I saw that. It's like the opening scene, there's like women in the jungle swimming and, and they were, they were blurred out. So why is it rated R? Is it? Yeah, it's rated R. There's no nudity. There's no real violence, really. No, no, there isn't. I mean, a guy gets impaled with an arrow in the opening scene. But, but there's not even blood. No, no blood. What, if you had to give a synopsis, well, a synopsis, not a, not a Wikipedia summary, but a, a general gist of this flick. You know, somebody sees you on the street and they're like, Harrison, I haven't seen you in a while. Hey, have you seen Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death? Uh, I mean, I would probably, well, first I'd say yes, of course. Right. Um, you wouldn't even say hi back, right? You I, even... No, not at all. <laughs> and I'd probably hit him with something like, I don't know, a feminist professor played by Shannon Tweed and her team seek a, a missing Dr. Kurtz and find the lost tribe of Piranha Women. Now I can hear it full stereo. What there the fuck you did you just do? <laughs> I just I just did a little magic. That's okay. Yeah, this movie's really, really bad. Oh man. Um, and I, she's a professor, uh, uh, but she's like a. She's a, a feminist, and she it, teaches women's rights. Yeah, women's rights or feminist studies professor. So a, a group of military gentlemen <laughs> and the college dean, who's also. Uh, the same actor that played the the principal in uh, Teen Wolf. Thanks. I was wondering who that guy was. I was like, he looks so familiar. Um, he was like begging to, to to utter his lines. Like he couldn't wait to deliver his line. He was like, on the edge of his seat, and then he and then he drops like two gold mines, and that was it. What is her name? Doctor Hunt. Doctor Hunt by Tweed. So uh, they come to uh, Doctor Hunt to assist them in going into the jungle, and uh, it's in San Bernardino. Mm. And uh, it's between Bakersfield and Mexico. Right. It's uncharted woods, apparently, in California that... <laughs> that yield an avocado jungle. There, uh, there's a lot of avocados and apparently Lots. a tribe of piranha women. Which, so, I mean, true to form. I mean, avocados do come from California. <clears throat> Thank you. I don't think there's <laughs> no, a jungle I don't, think there's, there. I don't think there's a jungle either. Um, but I guess it turns out they send this woman... She's a feminist, and I guess she's going to defuse the situation with the piranha women. Well, also, uh, Dr. Kurtz has gone missing, a renowned scientist, what lecturer, is name? Adrian Barbeau, God. former love interest of Swamp Thing. She looks just as good in that as she did in... Um, and also Escape from New York. What is the show that she was in that was amazing? Carnival. Oh, she's in Carnival? Oh. She's... Um, She's she's the the woman that dances with snakes in she, Carnival. Oh, nice! She also voiced the Catwoman in the animated series. Really? So I've always had a that soft woman spot is in my goddamn heart. Beautiful. I mean, you know, my wife shit all over her. She was like, "Her? She looks like she's been sucking dicks since 1976." She I was like, "Easy, that? yeah." I was like, "Easy." That's a weird thing to just assume. I was like, Take it easy. What does that exactly look like? Is there something wrong? Like, with I guess mouth? women that have like the pursed, the pursed, you know. Lips Your with wife the, said all of this? Yeah. I mean, she didn't break it down like the way I'm breaking it down she for you. She describes how a face deforms after <laughs> sucking a lot of dick? What the fuck? Hey, we all have our specialties, you know? And we all have our things that we measure in, you know? This movie was huh? horrible, Nick. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Bill Maher's in it, though. He shows up for a good time. Bill Maher is like a two-bit a would-be Indiana. Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they, she needs a guy to go into the jungle. Oh, and let's not forget Bunny. Bunny. Who's um, one of her students? A who, student. 
wants why to, is wants she to be tagging a, along? She wants to be a feminist. It's just sex appeal. Yeah. Um, I guess Bill Maher and uh, he's Jim. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Hunt had a one night stand and he's still in love with her. And then he. How, how'd you feel about him, by the way? Did you, how'd you like, I liked, I liked a lot of his jokes. I thought a lot of his jokes were, were uh, just great. I mean, it was, <laughs> it sucked. It was pretty bad. And then he started dropping the F-bomb, but not fuck. No, no, no. There's a lot of that. We've discussed this on this podcast before. A lot of stuff from the 80s and 90s, including weird science. Just dropping that F-word. the queer yeah. F-word. It was just what you did. You drank a beer. You said, I'm queer. You, you dropped the F-bomb. Speaking of, of drinking a beer, that when they go into the woods, so he's going to be their guide because right. he literally just has a, a book, a, right. a map right. of the jungle. Right. Well, that's what I appreciate about, the, about some of the tongue-in-cheek jokes. He's like, $25,000, and I'll be your guide. She's like, hell no, 50 bucks. Okay, get in. Like, he just really just wants to come along for the ride. To be with her. And I love that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Who doesn't want to be with Tweet? But anyway, you were saying. Um, so he comes along because he's a, a self-proclaimed specialist and can get them into the woods of to course. the piranha women. And on the way there, they find a tribe of men that I guess, I guess they coexist with the piranha women. Right. And they knit and crochet doilies <laughs> and oven mitts and, and they give and they make big gifts yeah. to the piranha women yeah. and the piranha women don't cannibalize them. Right. Correct. Correct. What was the tribe of guys? I can't remember the name. Oh man. I don't know, but they, instead the of like Hughes? the Donahue's, that's it. And instead of saying like actual words, they, they just would just be like, Alan Alda, Alan Alda, Alan Alda, Donahue, Donahue. So Bill Maher, he's not having it. Jim magically has a bunch of beers bunch. and he wants to teach them how to not be sissy boys and he shows them how to chug the beers and oh god what does he make them he makes them drink beer and then yell out machismo kind of catcalling like you know hey, hey sexy mama hey love machine <laughs> he tells them that when they see women to yell hey love machine yeah. so the group of guys drinks the beers and they start screaming hey love machine and then Bunny wakes up and uh, goes to join them and hang out, and they sexually assault Bunny. Yeah, it's not even like a, you know, it's not even a, a jokey kind of like, hey, they're just kind of crowding around you, doing some catcalling, like guys on the construction site, you know what I mean? No, they straight up do some groping and some toping and some touching and showing me your gash. So uh, Dr. Hunt comes out. With, uh, you just went seamlessly right back into yep. that with no problem. <clears throat> um, did you say gash? Uh, so Dr. Hunt shows up, and she's got a giant, dirty, hairy gun and yeah. stops the gang from sexually assaulting them. Um, and then they kind of go back to their normal, I guess for lack of better words, uh, sissy selves. Well, side note, uh, Bunny has already expressed in solitude in their tent with Dr. Hunt that she like she has a fetish and secret fantasy that she wants to be tied up. And then the next day Bill Maher's like, Hey, you want some Twizzler? Yeah, I guess that the way they segue it is that she's it's they're in a tent and Dr. Hunt's saying good night and they start kinda of making small talk and Bunny says that she wants to get tied up with licorice and she right. wants her ass smacked. Kids, at any time you think this is gonna turn into one of those late night Skinamax movie, is it doesn't. It's not going to. It doesn't. Nothing ever happened. Like, just when things are about to get set up that way, and you're like, oh, maybe this is going to be just one of those kind of movies. There's really no idea why this movie was made. 
Who was Bunny? What else was Bunny? I don't know. Plenty of stuff. I'm sure. I'm gonna look that up real quick. So but, you're, you're like five years sober now, right? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. So Bunny <laughs> is Karen Waldron. Let's see what else she's been in. American film actress. She was in Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, okay. She was in. I don't know. Space Cowboys with uh, Clint Eastwood and Tommy Lee Jones. Much older, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe she was the daughter. You know? Because they were all octogenarians. They were up there. What the fuck was Space Cowboys? That's where they're old, and then all of a sudden they get picked to go into a space program. And it's funny because they're old. And it's funny because they're old. Hmm. And then one of them gets actually like left behind because he's dying of cancer anyway. You know? Wait, what? And he stays behind. I think it's Garner. He stays behind on the moon. Or No, maybe it's, yeah, it's Keith. No, James it's Garner. Donald Sutherland. That's who it is. Yeah. Well, she's not even in the first 20 people on the IMDb. So yeah, I'm I not think she's like anymore. somebody's daughter. It doesn't, yeah. It's okay. So I got up to the part we were just talking about with the, the male tribe. Which is almost at the end of the fucking movie. Exactly. And like how 45 far minutes in are in. we? 17 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, we, uh, and then they meet, and then they get to the actual, like, famed temple of the said piranha woman. Dr. Hunt has her period and wants to get out of the forest. Right. And then she tries to kill Bill Maher. She tries to eat him. Yeah. When women go into the jungle, they just lose their minds and they get hungry. Yeah. According to this movie. Yeah. What? Why was this movie made? I don't know, man. I stumbled upon this. Like, when you go on Amazon, okay? When you go on Amazon and you're, wa- you're looking for a movie to watch, if you select certain things, like the kind of stuff I watch, like, hey, robots, lasers, space, aliens, it'll let you may also like this. And then, like, this is one of those ones that, like, just cropped up. Like, well, hey, if you it's like RoboCop, you might like Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. Did you see that RoboCop's supposed to be doing KFC commercials? Yeah, he's, uh, he's doing them. Peter Weller. Like, he's already it's done them. Peter him. Weller? I shared it on the, on the Facebook site. Huh. Yeah. It's Peter Weller in the RoboCop suit with the with Colonel the mustache doing the K- And all I could think about was the famed Japanese the fried, chicken. fried chicken thing. There has to be a link. There has to. Like, they saw that and they were like, oh, that's pretty funny. Why is that happening? I don't know. But it's a real, like, he's reprising the role of RoboCop. Just for that commercial. Well, who is that supposed to appeal to? I guess I don't us. know. I guess yeah, I guess us. I mean, it's all for us. That's why all this shit that we love talking about in the show is everywhere now. That's why there's an Umbrella Academy show right now, and that's why there's a Doom Patrol show right now. You know what I mean? Like What's that up shit with the would Doom have never. Patrol? It's pretty good. Hmm. It's pretty solid. That app's worth it, even though no, I don't, even, an, even though I don't pay for it. It's not like Netflix or something. No, it's like it's DC Universe, and it's a separate app. That's all exclusively DC content and some new content for the show, like the or for the program. So Teen Titans was on there, which is great. And Cartoon then, though, right? No, the live action Teen, like a live fucking Dick Grayson, like breaking people's noses and shit, and it's pretty dark. And Doom Patrol's pretty solid too. There's only been one episode so far, but yeah, I'm kind of. It's worth it. It's worth it. I'm not really I'm skeptical. Yeah. Who the fuck are those characters? Who? I don't recognize any of them from the Doom Patrol. Uh, Robot Man, Crazy Jane, because it's a lot of them are from the Grant Morrison run. Crazy Jane just looks like a shitty Zatanna. Yeah, more like a grunged out. Like she's got the military jacket, and and then there's a fucking mummy guy. Yeah, Negative Man is there, and then I don't know who the other bitch is, but she's. I guess she's the. uh, He just looks like a shitty Rorschach. (laughs) I don't know who the Rita Fur or whatever. She like turns into like a clay face kind of thing. No, okay. I got nothing. Grant Morrison wrote it though. Yeah. 
probably pretty good. Well, he did no, he did the book that Comics. I think it's loosely based off of. I don't know if they're pulling from his shit specifically, but yeah. So uh, <laughs> the Piranha Women um, find Doctor Hunt and Jim and Bunny um, as all the chaos is happening from the period attack. Um, right, and it's revealed that Doctor Kurtz has been dubbed their empress their supreme leader yeah so she she spearheads the movement and um literally moving over here <clears throat> so she spearheads the movement so much. I, I could hear it it sounded terrible um <sighs> So that's kind of okay. So that's did, and that's the movie, kids. Yeah, but you didn't get to the Barracuda women. Mm. Okay, so. Um. So I don't really. I kind of wasn't paying attention, but there was some guy that came and they tied him up, and they're about to kill him. And I guess Doctor Hunt reads some of his books, and he's like a philosopher or something. Yeah. She's behind him. Yeah. And she says she doesn't want them to kill him. So she kind of breaks up when they're about to kill him. And the guy and her escape. And as she's running, uh, another group of jungle women hide her from the piranha women. And Mm -hmm. it turns out they're the barracuda women. And they're good. And they were a faction of the piranha women that split away from the piranha women. Because the piranha women like to eat men with guacamole dip. And the Barracuda women like to eat men with clam dip. <laughs> and this is as far as you got. That's where I left okay, off. Okay, cool. But we're almost at the end. And uh, I mean, at any moment, I could knock out a couple cancer sticks and you and I could finish the end. And, and jump back into this thing? Yeah. So we're going to just take a, take a little break. And Speaking of, when was the last time you smoked a cig? Five years. That's nice. Yeah, let's take a break and let's finish. Let's finish. Uh, we don't have to finish. I want to finish. We can it. still take a break and talk about other shit that's no, much more. Because I'm sure listeners of the show are like, you know, I don't really know this movie. This is not really fun for me. Like, you know, listening to you guys break down this movie that I've never heard of. I mean, there's so much other shit. Like, aren't you guys going to do a review of like Doom Patrol or like, or like talk about, you know, comics? I mean, we can do all that too, but I think we should finish it. Who are you again? Hey, uh, uh, for the listeners. <laughs> What's your name? My name's Harrison. <laughs> uh, ooh. All right. All right, all right, all right. So how do you feel? You feel good? That was... One of the best movies I've ever seen. Mm. I can't thank you enough, Nick. You know, J.D. Smith, writer and director, mm-hmm. as we were finishing the last 17 minutes or so of that film, I just looked on the old IMDb, you know, and checked out this guy's credits, and you're just not going to believe what else this guy wrote. What has he got? Right after, this was his first movie, by the way. 89? Yeah, but right after, he wrote Pretty Woman. Julia Roberts, Richard Gere, you know? What? Yeah, Pretty Woman. Then he did a little movie with Pizza Man with Bill Maher. Movie called Pizza Man, where Bill Maher, I guess, is a pizza man doing all kinds of hijinks. Wait a second, he went from... So this was supposed to be... This, I guess, was his breakout movie. This was supposed to be like a pro-feminist movie. Which it kind of... Well, I think... It's it. I don't know. Does this movie really do the feminist movement any good? Coming from two dudes, let's talk about that. For no, a second. I think it's really disrespectful. <laughs> and if you think about it, one of the main characters 
confesses just to wanting to be a housewife. True, but she's kind of like supposed to be that kind of character that would think that way. You know what I mean? Like the other main character is the doctor who has no, you know, she has no wish to be such a thing. And, you know, she puts intellect above all else. I understand so all this, kind but of we just I watched mean, a scene where she fucked a guy just because he read a book about feminism. Well, therein lies the rub, you know? So <laughs> basically what happened... Yeah, what happened? Give the kids at home this ending. So uh, Dr. Hunt, uh, with the Barracuda women, show up to the Piranha Women Temple. Dr. Hunt challenges... What's the Dr. Kurtz. Dr. Kurtz. Yeah, to a duel. To a duel to be the leader of the Piranha Women. Right, right. Um, it was quite an epic fighting scene of it was like, it rubbing was, swords. And then it's revealed that Dr. Kurtz is only there just to get a story. She's only in it for the book. She just wants to write a book and go on the David Letterman show. The David Letterman show. She's been reduced to talk shows for years. She's tired of the grind. She wants to get back out into the limelight. Never mind the reason that she just wanted to go into the jungle and be a free, emancipated spirit, a strong woman. No, she wants to be on the David Letterman show. David, the late, late night show. Right, 1989, kids. He didn't even have the Tonight Show, and he didn't even have the show. So once she's exposed, um, she jumps into the piranha piranha pit. pit. I don't know if we mentioned that earlier. There's a little clay face pit with, like, chocolate milk in it, and piranhas are in there. So she dies... She and dies. She just, she's kind of slumped into it and just killed herself. It, yeah, it shows her kind of put her head in it, and then it, it, she's completely yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a terrible cut. Dr. Hunt returns back to the university uh, into All the well. poolside military office. Yes. And of the military. threatens to... Expose them. Expose them. Because yeah, they have nefarious plans to wipe out all feminists or something or make the feminists work for them. That is correct. But she says she threatens to expose them on the David Letterman show. So again, with, again with the David Letterman not show. Not the local news. Not CNN. Not a current affair. Not 60 Minutes. No Mike Wallace. The da- David Letterman David show. David Letterman. <laughs> you know, that's how it is. He's so good. What is he doing now? He's so great. He's got his little, he, he did a little thing on Netflix where he was just talking to people. Like of his choosing. Hmm. Like just people where you just sat down and talked to them like at length. Weren't they, aren't they supposed to eventually make Norm Macdonald sort of a late night host on Netflix? I don't know, man, but he had a, a sh- he has a show on Netflix too and it's spectacular. Is it new? Yeah, it's new-ish. It came out, like he had a podcast. where yeah, he just I loved inter- it. Oh my God, it was great. And then that went away and that kind of became the show on Netflix. So he's got Jane Fonda on there, and it's really good. He's got a good interview with uh, I mean, not even an interview, just discussions with like Michael Keaton shows up. You know, it's really good. It's solid. You should check it out. Dude, Norm Macdonald just keeps getting better. He's the and better fucking and better. man, dude. Are we you know? even gonna take the time to rate this? Uh, we should, we should. But before I go, before I go on, look, he, this guy also wrote Under Siege Two: Dark Territory, nineteen ninety five. He wrote Blank Man. You know? Oh, he wrote the first Under Siege Two, nineteen ninety two, baby. <laughs> Look at that. He didn't just jump to dark territory. You know? He also did, uh, after Blank Man, oh, he did Chain Reactions with Keanu Reeves. I don't know if he remembers that hit. And then it kind of, it kind of, it kind of dwindles down a little bit and nothing since 2008. So I guess somebody finally pulled the cord. He's done. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I kind of felt bad for this director because I could kind of see where the movie was kind of supposed to go or what it was supposed to be. Like they were a, trying. Like, a, like a, it was supposed to be a spoof, I guess. But 
And I mean, all the dialogue was really well thought out and yeah. written pretty good. It's just nothing ever landed. And no. the story is just so atrocious and terrible that it just wasn't. And I'm going to say this, speaking of reactions, and, and you know, maybe we'll get some emails on this. I'm sure we will. But I, I kind of wanted to see some titties. I mean, that's why I, I, that's why I wanted to watch this movie. And there's none. You think like, going into none. it, that's going to be one like, of the things that the pays off, grace, but right. it doesn't right. ever happen. In fact, they blur titties out yeah. so why would they even shoot that with her topless if they're gonna blur it out and how is this movie rated r how is it rated r and and we didn't even get like a a scantily clad like like nothing like there's there was no profanity or real violence no so i'm sorry it's okay let's rate it let's rate it six beautiful ratings on this show we like to do this in flavors of positivity you know what i'm saying because it takes years to erect a monument maybe seconds to knock it down so why be those guys that just kick things when they're down or try to hang things when they're already hanging at the top of the heap, we have Call to Work Good, Movie Theater Good, Home Video Good, Kitchen on Cable Good, Stick with the Flu Good, and Solitary Confinement Good. Harrison, what do you think? I'm going to say Call Out of Work Good because I don't really want to be there <laughs> to begin with. So You don't even want to work anymore. I'll use this as an excuse to call out of work. Oh, okay. I'll what do you got, Nick? I, I think I would have to say I think Solitary Confinement Good. I mean, if I'm bottom of the barrel, if I'm in, if I'm locked away in the sweltering heat, no sunlight. Know? Yeah, absolutely. I'm in the heat box. He's in the heat box, you know, and I'm in there with Hildy. You got a slab in there. You got yeah. any pillows? <laughs> Nothing. Just a slab. Nothing. Maybe, maybe a dirty pillow, mm. you know, that I've already pissed on. And somebody slides a DVD copy of this. Why did you pee on it? Was it like a territorial thing? It's so dark. I can't else? even like, I'm you just can't like, you can't see know, where yeah. it is. Or I guess I can't feel the pillow. <laughs> I've lost my sense of touch also. <laughs> So I won't even be able to enjoy drinking all when I'm watching this shining tweet Bill Maher love story that doesn't happen. There's nothing to jerk off to. No, there isn't. Mm. Mm. So you read a lot of comics at all? No, I haven't not read. Really. I'm so far out of the loop. I feel terrible. I have a box again at uh, Velocity. And that's actually been pretty cool because that guy, Velocity Comics in Richmond, that dude sends out really cool emails every couple weeks yeah. and kind of gives you previews of everything that's coming up and who wrote it and synopsis so that's kind of exciting because i feel like that's going to get me into some other books just by reading that uh because normally i just wouldn't have taken the initiative to do so but w what i'm reading right now is uh the green lantern run that's uh written by grant morrison oh okay and it is fucking fantastic yeah and uh grant morrison how jordan yeah okay <clears throat> uh sector 2814 good old hal <laughs> Um, but he just does the weirdest things. He's a weird guy. Not a weird guy, but his writing is, is, is out there. It's phenomenal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. And just seeing him in the Green Lantern world is, it's really fun. I, can, I bet. That's you cool. Need to, you need to pick it up. I love what he did with X-Men back in like the late 2000s. I don't think I ever read that. Yeah, I didn't was, know he wrote for it, it was solid, dude. It was solid. I found out about him just from Batman. Really? He, I found out. I think, me too. I think you turned me on to him because he did that. Zernar. Zernar. I think Absabinor is. He started at uh, issue six fifty five, and I think he took the run until like issue like seven fifteen. He had it for years, yeah, and then yeah, that yeah. turned into Batman and Robin with Damian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah. that run. That got me through some shit, dude. Yeah, I love Grant Morrison. Where do you stand on like comic? Ad? I don't think I've ever like sat down and like talked to you at length about this. Just kind of in passing, while like I'll hear you shit on something or like remark something, but like. Where do you really stand on like the comic adaptations now? Like in terms of the films, the shows, anything like 
let's start with the MCU. Like, how do you? I know you're more of a DC guy. Yeah. Always have been. You know, I've always been a Marvel junkie. Yeah. How do you feel about like all of that? The Avengers, the fucking Captain America movie, like all of it. Like, I mean, I know you watch them all. But... Yeah, I've seen them all. I mean, first and foremost, I feel terrible about it because DC has so many darker characters, and there's just so many amazing qualities to their books, and it's just never, it's never worked on film and no. all the movies are so bad the dc yes. yeah yeah like but the christian bale batman those were incredible that's the tits but everything else and has then... just been so just horrible it's just such a letdown so i'm kind of upset and jealous that marvel's just fucking killing it everyone just keeps right. doing it right 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 right. they cracked the formula so you actually do enjoy those movies when you see them like, no they're yeah they're, yeah they're good they're great yeah. i don't i don't think i've seen I haven't seen the newest Spider-Man. Okay. And I didn't see Black Panther. It's solid. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a segue to like Infinity War though, right? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, God, Infinity War. Man, I've seen it so many times. That movie's fucking awesome. It's so good. I didn't see any of that coming either. No. And just seeing all those characters interact. Like, yeah, I was always curious. So like for the DC stuff then, because you know, like storylines like a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? And maybe not so much now, but like at least, you know. The stuff that they would typically base shit on, yeah. you know, like all the animated movies they do. Yeah. Why don't Why don't they just take one of those and just do a live action version of that? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. Speaking of the fucking the animated ones, did you see Killing Joke? That was. Yeah. What the? It was so fuck? weird. Like the whole Batman having sex with Batgirl on he a rooftop. He fucked her on the roof in like right. the first ten minutes, yeah. and then there's nothing and it, else. It kind of cheapened like. What happened later, you know, for the folks at home that don't know, she didn't get shot by the Joker and becomes a paraplegic. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff was kind of weakened, I think, by that tryst. Yeah, just, you know? I don't understand why they would feel the need to throw yeah. that in there. Because he never fucked, he never fucked her. That's the episode, we did an episode on that, and that's the episode that, that gave light to the fact that Buddy Hamilton didn't know who Barbara Gordon was. Mm, and we were like, don't have circle. this motherfucker on the show, then you came on the show. Okay. <laughs> Weird, that's funny. Right? What's Dolph he up to? Oh, he's good. I don't know. He's got, he's got a house and a lady and, you know, big boy pants. Does he Is he on this ever anymore? I don't. Every I've, now and then. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I think the last time he and I did something. I hey, think buddy, was, get your big ass back here, bud. I think we did an animated Batman movie. And that was it. The Gotham Gaslight, which was kind of... Never. It was kind of rough. Did you see that weird... Uh, I don't even know what it's called, but it was like... A weird Batman Japanimation thing. I loved it. Batman Ninja. You liked that? I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was atrocious. Really? I thought it was fun. What did you like about that? I just loved the animation. I just loved seeing him in a fucking samurai outfit on the fucking... And I loved like all the different vehicles that showed up. And I don't know. I thought it was cool. And all the different interpretations of the bad guys, like the Two-Face and... I didn't make it that far. I got like oh, really? 20 minutes in. I was like, oh, I loved it. Yeah, man. Because like Two-Face shows up and Catwoman shows up. And it's like, I liked the... I like the anime interpretations of those characters. Made me want to see more stuff like that, you know? I feel like there's a whole world of that out there that's just, like, waiting for that kind of stuff, but I don't know. I hated it. (laughs) You weren't impressed? No. So you don't even like Batman v Superman, the live-action version of that? I mean, I know that movie was... There was, like, ten minutes of that movie that was cool, and then everything else was just... I don't understand why everything has to be... It's just so overdone and overdramatic, and it just never hits. And I guess Affleck's done, thank God. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I still love that movie. I think I'm the only one that defends that movie to this day. What do you love about it? 
I loved how it showed us like an older, darker Batman who had kind of been bruised over the years and kind of similar to the Frank Miller version. Yeah, it was just a rip-off version of the Frank Miller. So you're like, I know you're a purist. So like you're a guy who's like the books and you kind of, you either want to see those book storylines adapted. You don't want to see pieces of storylines turn into one. Like, you know, they threw like the, the, that the Superman in there with Doomsday and then they threw in some Frank Miller stuff. So you don't like that shit. You don't like it when they mix and match. You'd rather just see a straight... I don't see the point in them having to convolute and take bits and pieces from stuff over story arcs. Like Dark Knight Returns yeah. and Strikes Again is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Why can't it just be that? Yeah, I see you. I, know. I hear you. I mean, well, Snyder did that with Watchmen. Like a, that like was a step fucking by step incredible. Adaptation. The he changed, like I mean, one he changed of the best comic book movies yeah. ever made. I love that movie. They're about to do an HBO show. Yeah, I know. What the fuck's that all about? It's after The Watchmen. Rorschach's in it. it. He is? Yeah. No, I don't think that's him. I think it looks like him. It's another dude? Well, I, I hope it's person. not him because it's supposed to take place after those events. So maybe they're, unless oh. it's like a flashback, but it's supposed to take place like after, like after all that. It could have been a flashback. He was in the preview. Okay. HBO. That's going to be, I hope that doesn't suck. Speaking of HBO, have you, have you been watching the new True Detective? No, I'm, I'm going to watch that shit for my next episode. Uh, I'm going to do a review. Ooh. Yeah. I'd like to join a you. A review the, guy. Uh, the last Mahershala, episode of the season is tomorrow night. Yeah. With the Oscars. Mm. So what do you think's worse, driving around in a car with rejected plates or driving around in a minivan that's linked to a cocaine bust? Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. I would think, I would think the coke bust. I would assume. I think a car linked to a coke bust you know what I mean? I think that'd be the first thing the cop cops notice. I mean, I guess on one hand, though, you got to think it this way. Yeah, you get pulled over. Yeah, it's been linked to a coke bust. Now that you brought it up, I'm going to break it down. Not even your car. You know what I'm saying? But it's not your car. So then at the end of the day, like, hey, it's not my car. So how'd you get it? And I don't know the circumstances, but I'm, assur- I'm assuming there's circumstances. So then you explain those circumstances. And if you have nothing to do with said coke bust, then you're in the clear. You can't go to jail for driving a car linked to But you go to, to jail bust. for the... I mean, you might get questioned. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So maybe, you know, coming back full around, maybe that suspended license is the worst thing. So did you ever watch The Sorcerer? Because you promised Ben. I can't do it. Hmm. I can't do it. I mean, I can do it. I can do it. I I shouldn't say I can't do it. That's pretty bad if I just say I can't do it. I don't know. I just, I read the synopsis and I looked up the trailer on YouTube and I was like, it's not something that I would... I don't know. I I've struggled really hard through Cemetery Man, and he loves that movie. So we we did Cemetery Man, and I did it as kind. Of, I also kind of did it as, as homage to my sister because she loved that movie. Yeah. But it, I struggled through it. Like I really struggled. My sister had some weird taste too. Sometimes, and I forget that sometimes. When the fuck did she get into Cemetery Man? I forget because I always put her up on a pedestal, and I forget that like, no, Nick, she likes some shit that wasn't She's got always some holes that. in her armor. <laughs> Come on, it's okay. Like, you know, we all do. We all do. You know what I'm saying? I fucking love Last Action Hero. You know, that's a good movie. People hate on it. Why do people, people hate on it? They don't like it. It's it's it is what it is. I think it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, how do you feel? How do you feel about a Hulk Hogan movie being made? A biopic starring Thor himself? You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, right. That's happening. It's a, it's a, it's in development. But What's you're that you're name? an old school wrestling guy. I am. You know. Did you know that there was multiple Doink the Clowns? No, it wasn't always the same guy. No, I didn't know that. It's fucking weird. Same with Ultimate Warrior. I didn't even know Ultimate Warrior died. He died and then his brother became the Ultimate Warrior. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You've met Jake the Snake. I've met Jake the Snake. Yeah, you had conversations with him. 
Plural. The, uh, I went to see, they were performing, oh man, this is, there's a good storyline. See to what this. I did? See what I did there? Yeah. So a bunch of us, he was wrestling in a warehouse in Richmond and a bunch of us got some beers and we're sitting in the van and this guy walks up and uh, he's holding his stomach. He just doesn't look well. And you see him just like, he's doing up. Oh, he's God. Like about to puke. It's making me want to puke. And then all of a sudden, full turds start coming out of the guy's like umbros. He shit oh. his pants, like heavy logs. And we all had to sit completely still. So we didn't see us. We were like five feet from him oh, in my, my old minivan. But yeah, we saw Jake the Snake in a warehouse, and there was bats in there, and it smelled like kerosene, and we could see him uh, backstage, hard quote unquote, um, which was just a sheet. <laughs> he had a he had a fifth oh, of whiskey. And I feel bad laughing. He polished off. Of, well, he's fine now. Yeah, I saw the documentary. He polished off about half of the bottle of whiskey, and then he came out, and I can't remember the dude he uh, wrestled. It was <clears throat> one of the dudes that was like. And the tag team, they were like fake, like like thrash rockers. Oh, who were those guys? I, I had their action figures. The guy yeah. with like the shocked out white hair and yeah. the bangs. Yeah, yeah, He was wrestling him. And at one point, Jake the Snake um, got the ref and showed him his dick. Hmm. And the guy who was announcing everything had just like a shitty Walmart $20 karaoke machine. That was, that's what he was announcing. <laughs> oh, to. man. Yeah, um, like who like who set it up? Like there's a couple next to us are arguing over um who's gonna get the last Percocet. That was a really depressing night. And so he was charging fifteen dollars for photos and I just walked up to him and was like, Hey, I just wanna see how tall I am next to you and then wow. all my friends took photos of us and then he got really mad at me because I got a free photo. I remember that story, dude, and I remember like the wrestler with Mickey Rourke came out like after that experience, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And I and I just after watching that movie, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that's exactly what it is, right? That's some sad, fucking brutal shit. Yeah, that was a. It's it's weird when you kind of meet icons like that. If you have the yeah, you told me the Phil and Selma story, dude. You feel like telling that story because that shit, that's brutal. Um. Yeah, I mean, he just got drunk as fuck uh, before they played. I the only reason I even got on the bus with him, I think it was um. Super Joint Ritual, I think, was playing at Jack's in Springfield. Oh, man. And the reason I got on the bus God. to hang out was because of Shelton Williams, Hank Williams III. So he let me on. I was drinking beers with him, and just Phil Anselmo just kept plowing fucking beers and oh saying God. racist shit and misogynistic shit. And then at the end of the night, I had to help carry him off the to bus. the stage, off yeah. the bus to the stage. And he was just sort of slumped over the mic the whole night. I can't believe you remember that. I, don't I remember you telling me that, that story because I just remember that sucked because like I that dude like, was fucked the you shit. up because he was your guy. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It'd be like me like meeting Eddie Vedder and Eddie Vedder was just like just a, a fucking, well, fucking prick. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, and it you were me... you were mad young too. You, were, I mean, we were like I was still in college, I think. So we were yeah, like, I was we probably were, I don't I don't know 21. Yeah, so I mean, we were you know we were not baby boys, but we were we were young men. You know, speaking of young men, where the fuck is he? My baby boy? Yeah. Oh, he's sleeping. He's sleeping. Yeah. How's everything at the space station? The moon base? The moon base. The moon bases are rocking. Is that uh, old guy still being an asshole with his fucking base? Bringing on the oh, fucking Oh, you like that guy. Dude, he doesn't... He 
he sent me he sent me a friend request. Just everyone and I, out and there I did not accept it, and now he's on Facebook, and now he kind of just stays on his side of the. It's funny. Okay, so I have pretty much exactly the same story. There's a guy that works with us, and he's in some shitty like two hour set cover band on the weekends. Yeah, and he, we had buzzard dust. It's one of my bands. Um, we filmed part of a video that we did at my job because we wanted to have like a good kind of nine to five, like right. um, just like desks and cubicles. Right, 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 right. Um, and he found out I was in a band. Right. And then that's all he talked about was his fucking band and what drum heads he uses and how he tunes this. And right. He's getting <clears throat> he's getting this new kick pedal. And it's like, dude. I was trying to explain it to my wife because like. And obviously you've played in more bands than I have. And a lot of your bands, like you've gone on tours, you know what I'm saying? Like you've had a lot of success with a lot of your, your projects, but like I've been playing, you know, in and out of bands, like since I was like 15, you know what I mean? Like I've been doing something with music creative since I was 15 and I've never been that guy that goes up to people like all right off the bat and like, Oh yeah, I'm playing my, you know, I mean, I would never There's bring an, an instrument on it, Thank you. Yeah. It's just that. The last thing you want to do is talk about, the band like right. I, i'm well it's not like something that drive it's not to the point where like you have to announce it's it not to the a world contest. right right like and but the guy did the same thing he added me on facebook yeah and i didn't accept it and then he deleted his request and now he doesn't talk to me <laughs> at work and it's like i'm sorry man oh yeah. why are you taking facebook that seriously and why, why what, I also, what are we gonna do for facebook friends yeah you're gonna message know. me you work right through the fucking wall like, come over and say something. I have to keep the people we at the Moonbase. We don't need an app to document no. our friendship. No, we don't. And I got to keep the people at the Moonbase at the Moonbase. He's holding drumsticks in his profile picture. He's got his leg up like Ugh. Captain Morgan. And he's holding Ugh. drumsticks. Ugh. Yeah, it's there's a weird, it's an etiquette. Like, if you, if you meet someone else that's in a band, like, small talk's okay, but it really shouldn't go further than that other than like, when are you playing next? If right. you're ac- actually right. interested. Right, 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 right. right. And then you he invited me to an open mic night and everything and I was like, no. Where? And of course, and You're just, just going to get off of work and just go to a fucking open mic night. And I'm just like, we're at the moon and I just got to keep the moon base, moon base and keep Nick Stevens, Nick Stevens. Like, well, you're a manager now at that IKEA, collide. right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a supervisory role along the moon rock line you know what i mean do you still work in the same building working along DC? the asteroid belt yeah i'm still in the same same galaxy okay. you know and let's face it i mean I, I don't i'm not that crazy about anonymity you know my name's on this thing i talk about my sobriety i talk about shit all the time that i'm comfortable with but i don't want to just put it out there you know by the way sell black d you know what i'm saying i mean you did Room you did bleep out name when we were talking about his tiny baby dick that he accidentally texted you. Oh, thanks. So now you got some editing. Thanks for doing some homework. Okay. That was a good night. Yeah, that was a great night. And every, you know, the greatest thing about that night was how, what I thought I had received via via text and how everybody at my house went like from zero to 60. Like nobody, nobody stepped in and said, well, Nick, you know, calm down. Maybe it's this. Like nobody mitigated. We all started pranking Everybody just aggravated. Like you guys went online. I texted him like a hundred times. Your brother like, found him somehow online. <laughs> like, everybody just attacked this guy. So and what, we were horrible, sitting, violent messages. Yeah, we were terrible to him. He called me the next day, choked up, and was like, we got to talk, man. Like, came so by the we'll, house. Let's preface this. So we're sitting on Maury Street, RIP, and we're drinking beers, and Nick gets a text from... So much editing. And Fuck it's, uh, you. It's just like a teeny little weird, like, 
crooked thumb penis picture. Oh, great. Now we're, now we're defaming this guy's piece. You know, I'm sure it was Ooh. like... You're not going to say oh. on, on the podcast. <laughs> Anybody, right? What are the chances? No, it's... Yes. I'm saying if how hard is it to put in the beeps on this? Is it hard? hard. Okay, good. It's not hard, but it's kind of a pain in the ass if you. Has accidentally sent him the the picture of his dick because he ah this is you're gonna have to bleep. No one's gonna hear this anyway because they'll tuned out by like 20 minutes in when they realize we're talking about Jungle Woman and the Avocado Jungle. (laughs) They're not even gonna like fucking realize that we're dropping gold here. There was a mistake in his contacts where nick's name was similar. his significant other yeah started with so the same two nick letters got the dick pic right i got the dick pic by accident it was and a drunk right when night right thing. when he got it we all started firing off on the guy i feel bad about that too now knowing that he was just like fucked up and trying to send some like super horn horn pick to the significant other right not even like but how do you fuck that up well if i'm sending a picture of my dick dude like get it right well first of all first of all have you ever sent a picture I know of your you're dick? Not I've never the, even done that. I have. But you have? Yes, I have. How many times? To my to my significant other. Your current. Who's now my wife. But you weren't just firing off peen pics left and no, right. No, but, but here's the deal. How but do you even deal. do it? Do but you I'm wait, about, do you I'm wait about to get hard? to that. I'm about to get to that. Okay. Here's the deal, though. The guy that sent it, the, 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 set, the, the aforementioned dick pic, the thing, it, to my re- recollection, was not even like... I have no qualms in admitting that we were studying this thing, trying to figure out of who's who's it was. We well, were studying I the it over like four or five we, times. We were not like, oh, I just glanced at it. What were you looking at? We I was looked really at this thing by the lighting too. Right, it like was purple and like twisted and like <laughs> like <laughs> when I take a picture when I took took past tense of my guy, I made sure it was a standing to attention, and that it was looked flattering in the light. You know, because there were a couple shots I took that were like, it doesn't look that good there. You know what I'm you saying? Just aim down. You aim down, but you, you got it's got to be good lighting, like a nice soft lighting. You don't want a fucking overhead 7-Eleven light on that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like you want like a nice yellow soft light to kind of give a little strip club kind of glow to it. You know what I mean? Like it's not like I, I just thought he'd put more thought into it. I know you're not one of those guys maybe that takes a lot of selfies, but even when you take like a picture of yourself, right, that you're gonna send to somebody. Of the opposite sex you might you know either you're having fun with it you know but not with your guy it's not like you're making a cheese face can your penis make cheese faces like can you make like i'm, a, I'm doing the double chin thing with my dick with my dick you do just doing a chin thing but you did that you took the photo from above you didn't take it from below i was I laying down i was laying down it just be gross t- what yeah i was laying down when i did it and i took it like so it's like the up so you see the whole right, hold you on know. let me get this straight hold on yeah so wait a second you're laying on your back yeah you're kind a, of propped up you yeah. have a ripper boner going ripper is, i mean it, it's you does it point straight up in I the mean, air are you are you just genetically blessed that it points straight yeah, in i mean the it air? was like it wasn't up, just like lobbing up over up, your belly button kind of curved up kind of like the thing from aliens you know what i'm saying where it's like you know no i don't i don't um <laughs> hey don't you take the high road with me motherfucker well, wait a second. i got hey i got hey, i got dirt on you too motherfucker. that's fine <laughs> you can air it. you jerked off in my living room once you had sex in my bed you i did as a payback to you What's worse than that? Like, that's at least natural. Nobody was around. She wanted to... F- I didn't really know the girl. She was really fucking hot. And next thing I know, she was hanging out. And I'm like, okay, I think it's going to way. You asked if you could sleep in my bed. I was out of town. To be I fair, let's preface that. Bed. I wasn't like... I wasn't downstairs, like, just letting... You know, I wasn't just and- teeing off on someone while you're about to, like, come home and go to sleep after a long, hard day of work. You were out of town. The bed was right, open. Right. You didn't even do- change the sheets for me. Well, I didn't fucking... 
You didn't I even wasn't wash firing him. off on the sheets. You didn't even ask the ginger that I what lived you, with. What do you think is so bad with my body after a shower that you would even need to wash the sheets? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I guess you're right. I could have. It wasn't her time of the month. I, I, I wasn't I dumping I, loads all oh, over your goddamn bed. God, take it easy. Would you take it easy? I'll try. I'm, but you jerked off in my living room, Nick. Got a porno. Yes, I actually put it no, in my no, Xbox. No, no, you jerked scratch, off standing up scratch. in my living room, and you came into a fucking tissue. And threw it away. There, there was no, there was no, uh, no problem with the cleanup. Did in the tissues. Some good aim, man. You know, who who misses from the tissues? Who's incapable of doing that and like missing the tissues? Like these assholes that are spraying all over the toilet bowl. Like who are these guys? That, well, I got the tissue. Like you can't but wrap you it around. But you held the tissue in front of it and came on. No, the you tissue? Do, you do the wraparound guy. You when put you, it over your head when you're getting ready to go. You the when you're getting ready over to go. Penis head plus, and came into it. A lot of guys don't know this. Yeah, share, please. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm not circumcised. Mm. Actually, a lot of guys do know this. I think I've talked about this openly. You said it pretty much every other episode. And you can do a little squeeze off with that guy. But you don't. Why didn't you just when dump you don't it into have, the hood? Well, it's some of it you can't. But you got you spillage. Dump it in the hood. But you got spillage, yeah. so some of it goes in the clinics. I'm and I don't sorry. think I popped in a porn. I think I just had some of your penthouse guys. Oh yeah, there was a lot of yeah, them. Yeah, you had a lot. You had you had a nice good stack. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just didn't do it in the bathroom then. Yeah, so back to this <laughs> the point it's of it. It's because I woke up, I was already there in the living room, the things were there. I just started going, I don't know. I mean, the, the fact that I told you about it, I didn't even have to I could have taken the secret with me to I my would grave. I've never known. But I told you. I just what, felt did you feel guilty? I did. I felt kind of guilty. You should have felt fucking weird. I always felt guilty. In living room. I always feel guilty after that. There's masturbation. a guest bedroom in that house. There's Nobody two somebody bathrooms. somebody was in there. There was a whole rack of people in there. I'm surprised there wasn't somebody on, on, the, on the floor when I was ranking off. I'm surprised you had the fucking balls to fucking do that. Anyone hey, could I got have a, I got Where a, was unit? Was the cat in there just watching you fucking yeah, fire off? He probably was. God damn it. He was probably in on it. He was probably like, he's cool. He's good people. Dude, he's still going, man. He I saw scratches him, my uh, belly. I saw him last week and he was... How old is he now? Dude, I don't even know. I Like 20 years? I don't want to say it's that old. I If I had a guess, I would say 13 or 14. Mm. But he's still happy as fuck. He's still number still one. Still walking, walking around. Still limping around like a piece of shit. <laughs> Super you happy. You love that cat. I do love you that You love cat. cats and not dogs. It's so funny to me. I don't... You've dis- always been a cat dude and it's just like... I've never met I a, guy a cat like, person. Yeah, it's <laughs> like and it's not you that and I Mark Maron are dogs. Who the fuck is that? Mark Maron? No idea. Stand-up comedian. Mm-mm. He's always talking about his cats on his podcast. That sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah, I don't dislike. You remind dogs. me of him too. It's kind of funny that you say that. You like who the fuck is that guy? Well, has he been on the show? Actually, he reminds me of you. I should say, I should preface because I know you. I don't know him, so when I hear him, he oh wait, me so it's you. not someone that you know. It's... No, no, no the fuck are we talking about this for i'm just saying i just think it's funny when you you don't it's not often you meet a guy who's like a cat guy i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying it's not often i don't know if that's a very yeah i guess that's not really a normal i mean well no it's unique is all i'm saying unique i'm not saying it's bad i'm saying barsanti 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 is a cat guy guy. he got mad at me when i kicked one of his cats you kicked his i kicked one of his cats you what? I kicked one of his cats. Oh, you kicked the yeah. cat? Look, I'm not, it wasn't a proud moment. You, I was, Which one? It was back in the day. You were there with me a lot of the days. Not that when I kicked the cat, because you would have probably said something. I would have fucking me. thrown you. <laughs> Which cat? First of all, you wouldn't have done shit to me because you were always my T-800. Yeah. You probably would have cussed me out. I would have been pretty disappointed right. in that moment. Yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't which, have liked. Which cat? Was it Eddie or Zeke? I think it was Eddie. The black one? Black and white? Yeah. 
the they were, Bet Daddy. It was when we were on 631 Maury Sin Street. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's right a, next to Kelly Drake. AKA Bad Decision Street, you know? And Dude, I was that still, house. Drink. And the thing that always confused me when we'd get super fucked up. So fucked up. And then you would want to call out of work the next day, but you would get Ryan to call yeah. your job and leave yeah. a voice message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't want to sound drunk on the phone. But Ryan sounded drunk yeah, yeah, and right. also didn't sound like you at all. Right. But it never, it never, it never gave me away. How was that not an issue? Because it was, it was kind of like a Seinfeld thing where the woman just at the time at the, at that particular moon base just never figured it out. I would have been was, all over yeah. that. And it was different guys. Sometimes it'd be Mike. Sometimes it'd be Ryan. As me, calling out. It caught up with me at some point. I didn't stop drinking then, but you know, it took a couple. I, I needed a few more years of research before. We just had to let someone go at our job. Man, it was funny. They would they would call out the night before, which is always. It's like, well, how do you know you're going to feel this bad in the morning? Right, you got to do morning, but they, you do that when you're drunk because you know you're not going to wake up in time to do it early in the morning. I guess, but That's I why. mean, that was a dead giveaway that something was being plotted, and right. then the next day. Um, I followed this individual on social media and I would just see him like at the river with like beers and I was the person's mm. boss and it's like, just tell me, that's just the tell worst. Me you don't like, want to come in and you're going to go party with your friends. Don't make me like right. have to cover for you and right. then see you. Or if you got to lie, but you have people at the moon base that follow you or whatever moon base you work at, that's not, don't post shit. No. Don't, don't like lay low motherfucker. Public. Cause we've all done that before. We've backed out on somebody like, oh, I just don't feel like it. You know what I'm saying? But then you don't post shit. Because what if you get invited to something, but then you don't feel like going? You're not going to like go out of town for the week and be like, <laughs> having the time of your life. And they're like, but I invited him to my yeah, I know. You don't seventh document. birthday party. If you call out of work, just yeah, you lay low, get dude. offline you lay low. and enjoy your day at exactly. the river. Or better yet, just say, hey, dude, I'm going to the river to get fucked up. Right. It's going to be good weather. I'd be like, okay, right. cool. Thank you of for course, being honest with on- me. Yeah, you're right. Of course, honesty is the better way to go. I mean, people, Fuck we're posting sake. too much It must be nice. Like, these days, anyway. Mm. Facebook. Only reason yeah. I use Facebook is just to message bandmates. Yeah, I post the podcast somewhere. and I get right off. Like I, the Facebook things change. It's become like a, like everybody has a has a motivation. It's everybody, elderly people talking about. The everybody weather. has an agenda, you know. Oh yeah, I mean everyone. Yeah. I mean I I embrace that because <laughs> it allows me to like realize how much of a fucking idiot half the people I'm quote unquote friends with on yeah. Facebook are, so I can just delete them. But I mean, I mean agenda about everything and not even just like politics shit, just like everything like everybody has to Everyone's have a cause got a fucking opinion you know <laughs> it's <laughs> wonderful and i you know what i want to read it i want to get up and i want to get online i want to read all of the opinions right. that's the only thing i'm doing that right. day it's the only thing that matters i guess i kind of do the same thing on this podcast in, in, <clears throat> inadvertently or maybe advertently i mean maybe people it's intentional. people can choose to click the button that's true and listen that's true that's true. It's not like you're shoving it down anyone's throat. That's true. And if you were shoving it down someone's throat, it wouldn't be like enormous. It'd be like <laughs> as a size dick. It wouldn't be that abrasive. It wouldn't be the worst. It, there'd be a curvature to it. There'd be some discoloration. That you know? dick was all fucking. It was, it was screaming. <laughs> How does he even fuck? It's like he's got to like go sideways. It's got to. It's like he's. Turning while I have fucking. no beef with this guy, by the way. Let me just put that. Or he'd there. have to lay on his side and fuck that way, because yeah, oh, poor guy. Let's close with this. Do you believe in the Mandela effect? I mean, I 
you know, we were talking about online shit and every now and then I'll go down like a YouTube video, like fucking black holes, rabbit holes, sauntering down paths that I probably shouldn't even begin to saunter down. And like, I'm not really a conspiracy theorist kind of guy, but like what caught my interest was the Berenstein bear theory. Mm, Bernstein or Berenstein. Or I remember it being Berenstein. I always Do you remember it being it, Berenstein? I always yeah. call it Berenstein. And, um, but it says Bernstein when you like look Bernstein, it up. Bernstein. Right. What was weird is when I first saw that online, I called my mom and was like, hey, remember those books and those cartoons? And right. She said uh, Berenstein. Oh, Berenstein. So she did like a combo. But Instead I was Burstein. like, or burst, whatever the right. not natural the not, was. Okay. That's what she said. And that was what made me like truly believe like, oh, I've just been wrong this whole time because Barbara wouldn't. So a lot of up. people were just wrong. I guess. So there's no, there's like. Dude, I don't yeah, know. That, the one that. thing in that theory that really kind of fucked me up was the, um, the C-3PO silver leg. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, yeah. Remember, that, I don't remember that either. That fucked me up. I've been watching that since I was a kid. Right. It's always been completely golden. Right. I don't remember the silver fucking leg. Right. It sticks out like a sore thumb. Do you still have the originals? Kind of like a crooked thumb. Kind of like, like a... a jo- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I man. stepped on your punchline. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I like being on this. Sorry we're not even talking about a movie. This is great. This is what I wanted to do. Okay. You hit me up and you were like, hey, you need a guest this weekend? And I was like, actually, I, I was going to do a solo guy. I like the solo guys. You like to so I was you know I'm curious about those because I don't do them a lot, and I get in here and I don't know how it's gonna go and I just get going and sometimes it's twenty minutes sometimes it's forty minutes. It made me laugh a lot when you kept fucking up the um the spelling in your Google search and you were getting frustrated with. Oh, yourself. dude, it was so bad. That was really funny. <laughs> so bad. You know when you're like looking shit up and you're just you're, you're just thumbing away, and your phone's wait, wait, just wait, wait, not wait. fucking listening. I misinterpreted you. that thumbing away when you're just in a living room. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you got the Kleenex over the guy. No, I, you're crying. I've definitely gone to send messages to people and I'm like kind of letting the phone spell it out for me. Mm-hmm. And then next thing I know, it's like suck one, fuck one, <sighs> hey, sauerkraut. Man. And I'm like, how did this even happen? Hey, dude. Where'd that come from? What's the next uh, movie that you're pumped on? Avengers Endgame. When is that? April. End of April. It's that soon? Yeah, man. Actually, I'm, I'm stoked on Captain Marvel too. I'm not going to lie. I like all that cosmic shit. Like, it's what I've wanted for years. It's what I wanted from Green Lantern. I just go to fucking space and go nuts. Have fun. That second Thor was so good. Yeah, dude. Like, I mean, that's what I... Guardians, all that shit. Like, just do that. Go have... Like, no more floating piles of trash in in a city or, like, impending doom in in New York City. Like, just go nuts with you. You have all these cosmic characters, all this crazy shit. And we're going to see, like, Rocket hanging out with fucking Tony Stark in space. Like... I'm in. Take my money, you know? Sorry. You asked me one question. <laughs> I no, was like, I mean, Bleh. no, that's good. You answered But that's well. my it, shit, man. Like Green Lantern was going to be, I, I thought it was going to be so good. I was like, it's, it's comics in space. Oh, and you he mean was the, hardly in space. The movie? Yeah. That fucking I was movie, so blown. That movie sucked. Right? At the end though, Mark Strong. Oh, God damn. I don't remember that. When he turned into Sinestro, that was the best part of the movie. A little post-credit scene. Oh, dude, yeah, I don't even fucking remember that. Yeah, dude. So they were setting it up to possibly yeah, make man. a sequel. It was, oh, God. Even the training shit he did in space, I was like, that's good. Like, do more of that shit. Yeah, when he made the weird, like, train. Yeah. How would you do a Green Lantern movie? How would you, what would you like to see from a Green Lantern movie? Oh, man. Like, would you even do the Hal Jordan thing to bring people in? Or would you just straight up like, no, we're already in space, we're already here, we're fucking, we're, we're here? 
I think I would just kind of jump into it. Yeah. It's just, why do people always do the origin? It's like, right. A, a they don't get it. Oh, well. Ways. <laughs> I don't know what story arc I would do if, if I wanted to see, sorry, I'm cracking my knuckles. No, That's you're good. You're gross. good. You're good. Um, I mean, anything oh, Jeff Johns. Oh, really? Yeah. Anything Jeff Johns ever wrote, any of that. Yeah. Just be start to finish. His story arc could be yeah. a movie. We got to go because it's 430. Yeah. Um. Well, you, you said you had to go at four thirty. I don't want to. I don't want to wrap you up. I mean, I can, I can shit talk a little bit longer. Um, would you even do the Blackest Night shit? That would just be like a, way too out way there. too much, right? Yeah. Would yeah. you involve other Justice League shit or just do like cameo shit? Uh, I don't think you'd need any other bells and whistles. Like, right. I mean, if you just did like Rage of the Red Lanterns and had Atrocitus as the bad guy, yeah, 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 yeah. I would like to see a Sinestro and Hal thing where they start off kind of as friends and comrades. That'd be awesome. And then have it kind of go like by the second or third movie where, where he's like Sinestro and it's like, oh shit, you know? Because those are good fully fledged characters. I like villains. I mean, you just need villains that are more fleshed out where you kind of, you see where they're coming from. You kind of maybe not empathize with them, but you understand their reasoning. You know what I mean? For the most part, you know? I don't know, that, that to me would be, but if I did a Justice League movie, I say start that motherfucker out in the watchtower. Like, like don't even do the assemble. Like, just like we're here. Just do it. You know, just hit the ground running. If anybody, they could be like a They could maybe be recruiting Batman for the first time, and so he he would be like our eyes into like seeing what like the story world. arc was it when uh, Batman had to get into a building and Green Lantern's like, oh, I got you, and he put him in a a giant green bullet, and he shot him oh. through a fucking wall. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Though. The irony was wonderful. I can't remember what storyline that was. Yeah, I'm not reading shit anymore. Yeah, just... neither am I. Like, I read Saga by Brian K. Vaughn, but they're on a hiatus right now. Hmm. So, yeah. Do you watch The Walking Dead? I stopped. I stopped. Not. I stopped, like, kind of, like, midway Negan shit. Like, I like I watched when he did the fucking Bastion Glenn's face and all that shit. And then, like, I watched the rest of season five. And then I was like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I can't. That's the last season I got to. I can't. I, 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 I couldn't do it. It was just too much. I don't blame you, buddy. It's just too much stuff. Like, there's not enough. I remember when that show started, I genuinely felt scared a lot, t- a lot of times. Yeah, it fucked me. And then, like, season three, all it was was just shitty, boring dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. And they all look great, you know, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hair gel and, and they're nice perfectly urban shaven. outfitters jeans. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, come on. Give me one guy who's wearing sloppy cargo shorts and just struggling. You know what I mean? Who's thirsty as fuck all the time. Give me one guy who's like, I'm just, I'm having a hard time. Thirsty okay. As fuck all the time. <laughs> like, I'm fucking thirsty. Okay. I haven't had a fucking bottle of water in weeks. You know, what are we drinking here? Yeah, that show's a letdown. I never watched Preacher. I don't know if that was I never watched Preacher either. How could you do that? Yeah. I don't know, man. How? I don't know. I watched, actually, I did watch the first episode and I was kind of, I was kind of disappointed. I don't need it to be a step by step thing, you know, now, but I need, some substance there from the, from the comics in terms of like the feeling, the tone, and that, that wasn't there for me in that first episode. So, I mean, I could be wrong. I heard it got better, but it's like that show Gotham. Like you guys had a chance to do a Dude, show about Gotham City, that. about Gordon. Just do a show about him. Make it like Law and Order with these characters. That's great. But no, like we're fucking throwing in young Batman, Riddler. All, like I just... I, it I, looks horrible. Oh God, I'd never touched it. I just see all the stuff on social media and I'm like, God, look at that. All they'd have to do is just Get Gordon, show him and how he exploited the corrupt cops. And yeah. Became the fucking commissioner. Right. Just do that. And you could hint at the other guys like 
before they became those guys. That like would you be could so have sick little... too if you had Bruce Wayne when he was in his vigilante stage. Yeah, when he wasn't Batman right. yet, struggling up. Yeah, almost getting caught. Right. Exactly. Amen. Yep. Sex worker, Catwoman. There's there you go. Ways you could do that. Right. Incredibly. Right. And give give little nods to it, you know. But everything's got to be so fucking flashy and fancy. Oh, it's so dumb though. Yeah. Speaking like, of dumb, what's the next pile of fucking shit coming out? Is it Shazam? I think that looks good though. Oh my! God. You don't think it looks good? No. It lo- it's just big and uh, and a superhero. Movie. He just looks like a fucking balloon man. The suit looks a little weird at times. Sometimes yeah. I can't tell if it's like supposed to kind of look silly. It looks like he's wearing like like I mean I can't. I know he got big for the role. I know he did because I saw like his IG shit where he was like working out. So I know he I know he put on some stones. But my man in that suit looks like it looks like a fucking cartoon. You know, which I guess it's Shazam. I, I don't know. Like I watched Aquaman and I was ripping on that a little bit. It. And I was like, why am I? Ri-? It's called Aquaman. Of course, it's going to be fucking cheesy. Like we have to allow some cheese, right? I guess. You I know, don't know, I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't have blonde hair. Yeah. They wanted to make him look cool. You know, I guess <laughs> tribal tattoos on Aquaman. What's your favorite story from Maury Street? Oh. <sighs> I have a few moments where I shiver sometimes when I still think about them. Yeah. Like, do you remember the Batman and Robin alopecia night? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Mm. Yeah. That was a mistake. I think that might, I think one of my favorite moments might have been the first time we donned the Batman and Robin costumes Outfits. and you drove the Dodge Charger. Um, Why I, was Robin driving? Because I would get, I always got way too ripped free gaming and I couldn't drive. And I just, I would always you refuse would get, to drive. Like I would get hammered drunk, but I would never drink and drive. Like I was always, I was no, always pretty good, good about, about that. Yeah. For some reason, back of my mind, like something went off. I was like, don't drive. Whatever you do, we don't have much time. You know? No, like, it's smart. It, but, but we never really even went that far. None no, we didn't. We just, no, we didn't need to drive at all. And it was a nice balmy night, but we still drove to the store. Cause I think we just wanted to we be like. We just wanted to be in the suits yeah, and we cruising did. in that yeah. car. Cause it was kind of like a Batmobile. You were Robin and I was Batman. And I was driving. And I was wearing the shitty kid Robin outfit that. Kid Batman. my small size, my small stature, you know? Yeah, you had the Batman onesie. That was, uh, I remember um, one morning when I woke up at the Andorra Drive house and I came out and uh, there was part of a fan in the front yard. Um, there was a cooked steak on the kitchen floor. The oven was broken. Part of the refrigerator was broken. Um, there was a snake skin on the floor. You were oh, in that Batman God. onesie. Everyone was sprawled on the floor. It was the night that we all uh, took and we watched Empire Strikes Back. And it was like a movie we had never seen before. And do you remember when I put in Planet Terror and you started freaking the fuck out? Yeah. Yeah. That was. That but when we were watching rough. Empire Strikes Back, it, it every I remember every frame looked like an Alex Ross painting. Dude, it was beautiful. And I was in that chair. like, And it was one of the craziest, most glorious experiences of my life that went suddenly awry. But... That being said, I think we just, I don't remember ever peeing that whole night. I drank, I drank 20 <laughs> fucking beers and I could have kept going. I don't know, man. Great. Yeah, I don't regret that experience. That was a good experience. I think before, good or we, bad. before we die. Oh, whoops. I'm going to answer Phone this. Phone is ringing. Oh, my God. Hey, I'm doing a podcast right now. Can I call you back? All right, but before we die, you got to promise me. Yeah. We got to do again and watch Empire Strike Back before we die. Before we die? Mm-hmm. I can do that. You can't get in that much trouble. No. If you're like 55. Yeah, after I retire from the moon base. Yeah, kids in college. Yeah, those moon bases, man. 
even though that happened like 10 years ago, roughly to the day, because it happened like in 2009, I want to say. I don't remember. Just getting that on record for the, for the folks at home listening. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem that long ago, you know? No. How long have we known each other? I think I was 15 when I met you. Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. I'm about to be 35. Through thick and thin, motherfucker. You know? That's good to see you, man. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, thanks for being here. Let me know. You want to plug anything before we... Uh, no, I just... Uh, you should play um, one of my bands, Petrichor. P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R. Uh, just released an album. And uh, it's pretty fucking fun. You should end the podcast with uh, Play Demon Goddess. Okay, I will. Mm-hmm. You got it. Penis. If there's, if there's anything we said on the show that made you pause and reflect on your life and wonder, why am I doing this? Should I just go out into the woods and become a fucking piranha woman and, and, and eat men and, and, and live in the Barracuda avocado man. jungle? Just remember, at the end of the day, whatever we said, don't take it seriously. Please, for the love of God, don't take it seriously because it's just fiction. Here's Petrichor, Demon Goddess.
Welcome to Comic-Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us. Who are the rest of us? Well, we're the people that don't take this shit that seriously. Right, Zeph? Yo. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, so I wanted to make an announcement real quick. You know, I think I posted something on the Facebook uh, to say this with the last episode, Captain Marvel. But uh, we, I mean me, I have dissolved my Podbean membership. The podcast started back in 2015 on the Lee and Dan Network, but then it moved to Podbean in 2016. And it stayed there for about three years, but uh, we're not making money. I'm not making money on this thing. Uh, and yet Podbean costs about 100 or so a month. Well, annually, not a month, because I wouldn't be doing it. Uh, about 120 bucks a year to keep, to host all the all the material, uh, unlimited content. You know, some of our episodes are an hour, some of our episodes are like an hour and a half. So you know, not making money, shelling out 125, you know, annually. Uh, and we have a good, healthy following, but again, no dimes. So, Anchor FM came along, and it's free, and it's super innovative, and it's more interactive, and they have more platforms for distribution. So, win, win, a win. Problem? We might lose some of our metrics. I might not be able to gauge how much, how many downloads we're getting um, based on how they designed their new website, but uh, that should kind of fix itself soon. But we shouldn't lose any followers in this transition because um, the feed's been re- redirected. So anybody that was going to Podbean is now going to Anchor FM and same with iTunes and Spotify. And the email is the same, comicconspodcast at gmail.com. And the phone number is the same, 571-336-2662. So you can still hear us on those platforms and get a hold of us in those through those avenues. In addition, I mentioned a new podcast would be coming out. That's just kind of another side guy, mistress, sidekick side project it's night night time it's not night night time uh but it won't be related to comic cons it might have some tie-ins but from time to time uh so there it is so thanks for listening and stay tuned and continue to give us feedback right Seth? hmm cause we're not gonna stop making this shit you know so uh I'm not gonna stop making this anytime soon right buddy he was so talkative, and then I stopped. I stopped recording. I started recording, and he's not talking. You know, that's messed up. It's not night night. So stay tuned. Love you guys, and remember, it's just fiction. Zeph, yo. <laughs>